Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome back for another episode of the All Things Bengals podcast with yours truly, B Things, and the homie Bengals Drake recording on Friday night, New Year's Eve weekend. Drake, fresh off a big night of the gambling game. Good, sir. You've been on fire the last two nights. How has your gambling experience been in the last 48 hours? Yeah, you know, I uh, I woke up yesterday morning um, with with a parlay of four four out of five legs, one being the night before that four guys hit. And uh, basically I forgot or I didn't know that Jamal Murray was the last one on that slip. And then I had to, you know, wait an entire day to watch that game. And, uh, you know, we, we came out big on top, um, won, won that quick uh, $520. And then we moved to, to today, you know, put in 50, uh, make, make 320. So it's been a good, uh, good 48 hours for me. You know, I look, at, uh, I look at the overall aspect of this team, the Cincinnati Bengals, and it's tough. But when you, when you get your bank account right, all right, and you come out over top in the betting department, it's always a good day. I stopped betting on the NFL. The NFL is rigged. The NFL is fixed, okay? So anybody listen, if you want a gambling expert, do not bet on the NFL. Bet on the NBA. 82 games, kind of harder for them to fix it. So I would go ahead, suggestion there, I've made $800 off the NBA last two days. The only amount of money that I really cashed out this season was a $250 free bonus bet. Thank you to the Cincinnati Bengals against the San Francisco 49ers. But yeah. Wow. Also, that- the, the, rig- the rigged and fixed, that's a joke, but it's also kind of not a joke in terms of betting. <laughs> that's just, <laughs> you're telling me you're on three for five on your bets this year that's amazing that you managed to hit the last set to, uh, two out of two um yeah. just confirm sir you were mentioning that there were a couple guys tonight yeah. that really elevate your uh parlay to success and and uh what were the names of those two yeah so tonight you had you had uh jalen brunson he was he was on the verge of being called jalen bumpson uh <laughs> then you had De'Aaron fox you know both of these guys were were low on their points going into the fourth quarter. Somehow they heat up. It was it was almost D learn D learn Chinese. Okay, De'Aaron Fox. He was he was almost about to learn Chinese until you know he turned up. He turned up in the fourth quarter. Same with Brunson. You know I think they they saw they saw or heard it or felt it in the air. Like you know if I don't if I don't lead my team and, and try to fight back i might be a chinese basketball player next year you so. are bro i, I see <laughs> text me stressing what in the second quarter about no. okay okay yeah because he had five <laughs> points five points i'm like what the fuck's the year doing he put up like 12 in the first quarter put no last verified your boy he texts me out of nowhere yo you're <laughs> Fox's ass. <laughs> he might be gay. Bro's <laughs> getting cooked. Now, of course, going. Uh, to better learn Chinese. That's nasty. To better turn like to better to never gonna win MVP. <laughs> then bro carries him to success. Look at that. Bro pays him <laughs> like oh Bronson and Fox about to be on the same Chinese team. <laughs> 
Chinese free agents. <laughs> Chinese superstars, man. But no, they they came in the clutch, bro. I think I think that's you know they were main attributions of of why I won three hundred twenty. So to verify, you know, five twenty two nights ago, three twenty tonight. So that makes up if you know how to do math. Eight hundred forty dollars in two days, and this is day two of gambling games. Tune in next week for another update on. My picks for bro to fall back down to even after he goes way too crazy on the other bets. I'm kidding. No, I, I will be honest though. Like I'm done. I'm not gonna do like big ass like throw a hundred on that bitch or two hundred. No, I'm I'm sticking yeah. twenty to fifty max, and we'll see. Even if it's twenty for you know sixty or twenty for a hundred, just smart gambling. That's what I've and uh, you know I'm on my way to. Beating Vegas, okay. Just like that dude that hit that half a milli payout. Um, also that guy. Um, that's an impressive parlay. But I'll tell did, you, did he have any Bengals in that parlay or no? Uh, uh, that's a good question. Don't know who the fuck he had. T. Like he better have had T. You know what? That actually be a good one. Maybe he did. Bro, I think cra- he, I think he might have actually. Hold up, and then really? he had fucking. He like Chris Rodriguez or some shit from Washington. Yeah, bro, I do want to say, be careful if you watch the video because it will end the recording. So I'm just saying. Uh, I'm not, yeah. yeah, I'm not watching it. I ain't even on there. I'm on airplane mode, brother. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, guys, I, I got uh, Drake trapped in airplane mode right now because uh, if you guys have ever noticed in the past, sometimes the recording gets botched a little bit. Like you'll hear a conversation hop from one to the other out of nowhere. That's because we had to restart the recording. because. Really? 90% of the time. Yeah, I mean, I do my best to try to, like, cut it evenly. But sometimes uh, well, well, I just want to let people at home that are listening to this great podcast, if you, you know, heard that early on when I first uh, joined the show, just know that this guy right here, he had Chinese Wi-Fi, okay? Chinese <laughs> Wi-Fi, Metro PCS, Boost Mobile, and I'm not even trying to – I'm not even trying to cap on you right now. And if anyone has Booster Metro, no hatred, just upgrade. <laughs> Facts, bro. I had, I had like fucking Walmart mobile, bro. That's horrible. <laughs> no, that's true. But I beat the allegations. All right. And, and you're still, you still got okay. a restraining order on but your you, you had a rough patch there. So I, I think I, I was, did. I was, I was deserving of having a little little rough patch too but i will say um it has been it has been a problem i had to had to put it on airplane mode i i guess i'm an owl you know everybody wants to call me and and text drake after midnight you know we we shoot these these podcasts late let's go (laughs) anytime like like, drake what are you doing bro like literally every time what are you doing bro or Hey, call me real quick, bro. We got. I'm like, bro. I'm on a podcast. Or my mom. My mom literally is like, my mom's supposed to be asleep. She calls really? me. And she, like, what you doing? I'm like, <laughs> uh, shooting a podcast. <laughs> Can you not call me? Oh, just <laughs> like, hey, hey. It's like, what the fuck? I didn't know you were shooting a podcast. I'm like, yeah, I'm. You know, I, I know, but just <laughs> please call me back. I'll call you after. Hilarious, <laughs> bro. Yeah, but nah, um, obviously all good. Um, so look, we'll go ahead and talk some real ball here. B- 
big game this week. Um, what an interesting, like, what do we even consider, like, what this game is today? What it feels like? It feels so out of sorts, but, like, I'm trying to put a term on it or, like, a metaphor or something because of what the anticipation was. Bro, when it, we got the schedule, New Year's Eve. Yeah. We were like, oh, my gosh, it's heaven. Bro, and now it's just like, like whatever the hell. And that's so relatable because it is like that now. But I think what was kind of funny this week is when Jamar did call out, you know, the Chiefs, not really call out the Chiefs secondary, pretty much asked him and he he gave them honest answers because we know Jamar Chase, he's he's unfiltered. And when he said all that, I was like, you know, I bet Jamar was sensing that things were just a little too quiet. You know, things were just a little too, both teams coming off rough losses. Jamar just comes in and he basically calls the chief secondary Chinese. (laughs) Chinese football. (laughs) Bro's cooking. (laughs) Some Shanghai starch back there. (laughs) Like he, out of all people, respectfully, I feel like McDuffie does deserve credit. But he... He credited Legereus Sneed. And then he uh he was like saying something about how Brian Cook is you know nothing like Jesse Bates, who we had here. <laughs> Why do you just, I mean that's lit, but every man to play against Jesse. Like I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jamar, but like I know you didn't play, but like we low key just got fucked up by Miles Killebrew and who? <laughs> yeah. Who else? Oh, I Who mean, was the guy that you said came off the couch? Eric Rowe. Yeah. Bro books about football. Probably <laughs> back to play football and he gets fucking picks and shit. Yeah, bro. He's probably, I mean, writing, he's probably writing the book right now about how he got Exactly. He's like, oh, I can't wait to add this new chapter. My fucking <laughs> his career. He's like, dude, this is going to be crazy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, it was nasty. Like, and And it's just crazy to think that. I mean, obviously, you know, for Jamar, he's just fixating on defense of what's presented to him. Jamar and the defense will be great to see. Like, that will be fun because this is a really good Chiefs defense. I mean, they allow the the second least amount of points per game. Yeah, Uh, it's in my opinion, the way that I've seen the Chiefs uh, evolve over the last two seasons, it's almost like a flip-flop of what we were. uh, I feel like, you know, we were that, that lockdown defense, and to credit to that Chiefs defense, they've really stepped up. And I think, you know, that, that defense has, has got everything in order, and it's not going to be easy by any means necessary. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they were a team that was, you know, giving up big plays last year and, and stuff like that. And it's kind of like literally flipped the script. Like, we're kind of in that situation now, but I also feel like – we are on the up and up because we have a young secondary, man. It's, it's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah. Oh, no doubt, bro. I mean, obviously. Like the, like the Chiefs literally came out last year with a seventh-round corner, I believe a fifth-round corner. They, you know, they, they took McDuffie in the first. So it's like they, they, it, that, was, that was really impressive. Like I, I give a lot of props to them for being able to cap cap that off really yeah. that that's that's more 
more impressive than really anyone has, I feel like, given them credit for it. But at the same time, man, I think we're we're kind of in a similar situation. We we get Cam Taylor Britt back this week, and I honestly think it's bigger than what we really realize. You know, when you look at how the defense gave up big plays last week, I feel like Cam Taylor Britt bringing that physicality back in into the defense is going to play a big role. And I think I think we're going to see a different game than we did last year, obviously, because we don't have Joe Shiesty out there. But, like, we're not – I'm telling you right now, we're not going to see Mike Hilton on MVS. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not happening. Cam Taylor Britt already kind of talked about, you know, mm-hmm. covering MVS. But uh, we, we also got to figure out a plan for Rasheed Rice, too. You know, he's been he's also been balling out, but like I said, I think I think having Cam back this week, bro, it's fucking awesome, right? You got Jamar. I put a post up, and I I thought in the moment I was like, bro, I gotta cook something up real quick, so I, I put it in all caps. I was like, once I saw Jamar's um, Jamar's interview, I was like, bro, he's playing, like he's back. So I like I was like, Seven Eleven is back open, and the juice has been restocked. Then. The Bengals today, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I, I get it. It's not that, like, that crazy of a phrase. Like, bro. It is. But, like, I feel like they might have saw it. Like, the juice is getting restocked. Yeah, bro, they never – I've never heard that before, bro, Till you. And then I think, uh, you know, obviously uh, with the Wincy content you helped Zim with, that I saw that as well. And then the Bengals posted that today? Bro, they could have had two years to say that. Right. But they, yeah, nah, bro. I'm with you, dude. I feel like they definitely did. Uh, I'm kind of cooking, and you know, I work for DJ. <laughs> like, if y'all need to bring on somebody on the Bengals, you know, media team with creative ideas, I can. I might not be the the graphic designer for page posts, but I definitely, definitely could be help of ideas and shit. You can even but, work gambling department for the Bengals. You know, you know what? You know what? Who who is who are they sponsored by? Aren't they sponsored by a Betfred? They are still sponsored by Betfred. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so yeah, I mean, take on a ambassador role as well. You know, the marketing department. <laughs> I work pre- I present. I, I'll be the I'll be the assistant to assistant marketing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, bro. I mean. Nah, dude, but for real, yeah, that, that's pretty dope. You know that uh, the Bengals definitely had some correlative things there. Uh, it's a dope slogan for sure, and overall, it's clutch, bro. I mean, the energy that needs to be injected, as a ton of guys absolutely have that energy, you know, to bring to that defense. But some of the main guys that have in the past, DJ, out for the year, you know, and like, uh, Trey obviously used to bring it, you know, and Von Bell used to bring it and stuff. And we've tried to supplement it elsewhere this year. And I mean, can yeah, I, can these I guys. Uh, so what? you look at this cornerback room, you get Cam Taylor Britt back last week. What we saw, right? Would you say that it was a bad game for Cheeto? Or do you think like it might, you know, that might, it, it just might be the downfall type like you know coming off the injury and whatnot like, which what's your opinion on that like was it just a bad game or yeah, yeah. Uh, i think i when i was looking at the film ugh, 
it, it pissed me off because what pissed me most, obviously the way that the score occurred would still piss me off either way, but how it was, was that nobody was horrible. We got out. We like, got we, bro, exa- we were a step behind every play in every way, mentally, physically, energy, everything. We were a step behind. We were a level below, bro, and that pisses me off. Because we are better than that team, even right now, we were better. Like slap on them. It's almost like we slap on them. Exactly, or we were sleepwalking ourselves, just right. present within ourselves, and then it so happened that we came across a Mason Rudolph that looked like fucking John Elway throwing a Shannon Sharp out there, or whatever. Mm. The fuck Tom, us. Honestly, it looked like Tom Brady, if I'm being honest. Yeah, not nah, Tom Brady to fucking Randy Moss, bro. Like. George Pickens, it epitomized every big play he had on what this team was energy-wise that game. A step behind. No, Cheeto is fine. Look, here's a tough reality, but we've said it before. Obviously, it gets clouded with how much shit I talk about George Pickens because I think he is a cancer for a locker room because he's very – he seems like a narcissistic guy that's focused about me, 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 and he's never – a wee, 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 wee. And and I'm saying that because – you know, obviously, I'm hating as he is, has he's not, but he's a did wide receiver. He's a very, very, very fucking good wide receiver. Like, if it's just predicated off talent, like Pickens could be a in wide receiver today. I'm serious. He's that good. So, uh, I mean, yeah, like you can get beat by him. I feel like I should have done even a better part with it myself what I relayed to people on out shit talking of George Pickens. He of how good he is because we got as distracted everybody. He was distracted. I mean think about the weeks of the shit that was talked about the Sears weapons. Deontay. Jorge. Some babies. Little whiny bitches. Then they come out, they bitch us up. So no with Cheeto, I do not think this is the demise of Cheeto. No. It's just an encapsulation of this season. He just hasn't been able to get that step ahead. He's always been a step behind. You come back, you have your general trajectory of progress with the corner, coming back from an ACL, probably half a season. Uh, uh, What is it? Something with your disc in your back. Dislocates it or whatever. Another setback. It's just it's been that year for Cheeto. So no, I think he's fine. And Drago's hit a lull as well. Drago's had I, a rough few weeks. I agree. Yeah, but look, bro. I mean all it takes, man, like honestly, in my opinion, what I've seen from this team too is like they can they can do it in a matter of a week. They've done it before, you know, just bounce yeah. back, get back, watch the film. You know, re refine yourself from what you did last week and just get back to who you really are. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, bro. Like, yes, they, they've struggled. I'm fucking sorry they had to see Justin Jefferson, bro. What do you say? Jordan Addison. They're great. They're they're great. They're great wide receivers, bro. Right. Like, 
Jorge Pickens is a good, talented wide receiver. Deontay Johnson is a good wide receiver. There's a reason he's gotten paid $20 million a year. He's a good wide receiver. And then the week before, Michael Pittman's good. Drago. Big game oh. though, did he? Deontay, Deontay didn't really have a big game, did he? Uh, sure. Fryermuth had zero yards. Wow. Zero. And That's- Mace Rudolph threw for over 300. That's crazy. So it's just been a rough go, bro. Like, no, of course, these dudes aren't the top. F- well, JJ, obviously. They're not all the top fives. But they're still good guys, so it's just been tough, man. I mean, like, look. you know who got to contain. You talk about that, right? We just, you know, we gave up zero yards to Pat Fryermuth. You know, we got to play Kelsey this week, which I think, I think obviously we've been able to limit him in in matches before. I mean, we we used to lock down Tyreek and Kelsey with our defense, which is crazy when you think about it. But then you look at it from like. And then you got David and Joku the week after. And bro, I, I really think David and Joku has hit his like full stride. Like this is the potential, the ceiling that everyone thought David and Joku could be. I mean, he is just fucking he's been on fire. He's been on absolute fire, bro. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, he's always had all the ability. Right. Know, and- He's a brown, but yeah, dude, I, I always kind of knew when they drafted him. I was like, fuck. Did you see the meme when it was like, it was like uh, when when the script writers uh, determined that they accidentally wrote the or picked the wrong Joe and the wrong team from Ohio to go to the Super Bowl this year? Yeah. And- and then they even added, yeah, they're like with white and orange colors. Uh, right, right. <laughs> nasty, dude. Nasty, yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, it's pretty wild. I mean, obviously, we'll we'll focus on that, you know, whole shebang next week, which will be a lot to handle. Um, but nah, bro, with Travis, absolutely. I mean, we've given up the most yards to tight ends this year. Like you don't don't want to let him because he's he's hit a lull. So you don't want to let him, you know, take this game as an opportunity to get back into his groove. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We can't we can't allow that. We have to we have to be able to play this team like how they have played all season and I think we can stay in this game honestly and and win it. I mean, I it, it's it's a tough matchup. You're going into Arrowhead, right? It's going to be a packed house. Because you it, you have this legendary rivalry. It's, this is going to be a legendary rivalry for years to come. And I love it. I, I love the competition. But in in the circumstances now, it's like you got Jake Browning coming off a, a bad game, which we did see really good things in that against yet another really good defense this season. And that's Kansas City Chiefs. So it's going to be another game. Where you know you're gonna test them, but looking at last week's game, Zamir White coming in, bro. The Bengals have to get that run game going early. They have to trust the run. This is gonna have to be a game similar to Jacksonville, you know, similar similar to Chase Brown. Big play. We we have to have the ability to 
infiltrate our offense through the run this week against this defense because I think we can expose them in some ways if we can commit to the run. And I, I we, we agreed on this last week. Zach and Brian did as much as they could in that Pittsburgh game to run the ball because it's like you're already put in a situation where you've shot your foot three times yeah. in a row and now you're down 21-0. And it's just like it's not going to work out at that point. I think early on we just we have to trust that run at Arrowhead. We, we have to be able to make the blocks. And I, I think our offensive line is, is, is going to be ready for this game. It's not, it's not going to be an easy matchup. We, we know how good Chris Jones is. Uh, but I think, I think if you can, similar to what we usually, well, I mean, we're going to have to send a double on Chris. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not going to have to be able to just take one-on-ones every single time. But the, the one-on-one matchups that we get on the other sides of the position, looking at how our offensive line is, I think we can win a lot of reps. I do. I don't think this is like some juggernaut of a defensive line, but we have to we have to be able to block Chris Jones. Simple. You know, we we played against TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, and sometimes they or for some reason they they always fuck us up because they're they're great pass rushers, similar to Trey Hendrickson and and guys like that that just get after it. Same with Chris Jones this year, future Bengal. <coughs> uh, you know, we got we gotta face him this week. And then hey. We gotta, we gotta do what we gotta do, cause I think this game, we win this game. Chris Jones is gonna be looking from the sideline, like, hmm, hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. nah, he's gonna know it's etched in stone. He's like, <laughs> I'm joining. He's, like, and he's talking to Joe. He's talking to Joe at the fifth. He's like, hey, bro, I'm, I'm gonna be here next year, all right? You know what I'm saying? It, it's, dude. He sounds like such a genuine kind dude. How, really. Yeah. I mean, he pisses me off. You know, he can get annoying, but that's because he's the op. But at the end of the day, he he is a really good dude, and the Bengals value high character above all. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was obviously thinking like, in the reality, it would be kind of tough because he's almost thirty years old. Bengals typically don't like to do that, but I mean, we'll see. That that's a whole other massive topic we can spend a ton of time on. I mean, yeah, bro, I, that. That will dictate our offensive production, simply. If you can handle Chris Jones, and look, I think you can uh, because you have your full healthy O-line, which is amazing. Um, knock on wood. Sad. I mean, sad, right? Because you think, like, our offensive line is 100% healthy. Yeah. And just imagine if nine was back there, bro. Healthy offensive line. Uh, I know. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. It's, it's so tough. No, like, I don't even like thinking about it because, you know, just what could have been with this whole AFC and everything, like, there wasn't. I got I a question for you, bro. So we were talking about the Jamar Chase shit, and I, I was talking to a few people who got their opinions on it. What When he was referring to Kansas City as being this, like, double team-like of a defense, he was like, you know, they yeah, they try to they try to double me and see, you know, take the best, best stars out of the game. Yeah. You think he was trying to bait Kansas City into he throwing a one-on-one on him? You think, you think that's what he was trying to do? No, I mean, they actually did two-double. They two-doubled. Uh, you know, that's what they did to T and Jamar in the game was TB went out. 
If, I don't know, bro. He might if, be. He might actually successfully bait them, bro. We might actually like. I feel like we could see like one point, bro. No way. No. 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 It's impossible, bro. I mean, in my opinion, because there, I think Brian Cook's out. What did Justin Reed? It just with what it was not that far removed, bro. The two years ago, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> they still have nightmares, bro. Yeah, dude, like are crazy. Steve Spagnolo, if you're confident enough to sit in single high, when also Jake Browning is willing to take shots. This doesn't, right. you know, we're not talking about no, you know, Mister Conservative dude. Like he will hit a whole shot if he needs to. Obviously, we saw and take a shot doing it. So, you know, Spagnola, how much is he gonna blitz and go crazy and have that single high? Uh, if you don't have that safety right over top, Jamar, um, you're getting beat. So, yeah, I, I don't know if he does. <laughs> We're back, not again. Shame <laughs> on you, silly goose. You got fucked on again, bro. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great. We'll, we'll see it. Um, but, nah, dude, I mean, l- let's go ahead and talk about Jamar, right? Because we talked about his personality, but obviously his vibes heading into this game is heavily predicated off what he can actually do on the field. He's going to play. That's practically guaranteed. It's not confirmed yet, but look, dude, he's playing. The season, like, is pretty much almost all or nothing at this point. So he's going to go. The version of Jamar we're going to get can dictate this game. You know, because, like, what can you get? What can you squeeze out of Jamar this game? I don't know. In my opinion, I don't think we're going to see 90% of snaps from Jamar. Maybe as a decoy because his legs are fine. His agility is fine, no problem. Like, he can keep up with the game. It's just keeping him out of danger because the shoulder's not 100%. It's not. He was on the rehab field this week. I think he may have been a fool today. He's going. But how many targets can you comfortably get him? Where do you get those targets? How do you get them? I don't know how comfortable they'd be working him in the screen game. I just don't. It's like you want you try to want to keep him away from contact if you can. You know what I'm saying? Because you just don't want to hurt him even more. So it's going to be an interesting dynamic with Jamar this week because I don't think he's really been in this situation a lot to where when he's been injured in the past, it was earlier in the season. You can afford to wait. Now you can't afford to wait. You know what I mean? I think think it it has resemblances of, you know, when T was playing through that torn labrum and was still balling out. I think I think we could see it. I really do. I think and obviously I agree with you. I don't think I don't think we're we're about to see crazy Jamar Chase, but you know, you never know, bro. Like he he could wake up one day and, and just go stupid. But I think yeah. looking at the resemblance, like there is there is still opportunity, but I think ha- having out him out there even as a decoy, no matter what, exactly. it's just it's it, yeah, it's a big thing, and like you said, he has his legs. So what you're telling me, he can motion, you know, like he he got his legs. He should be able to do do it, you know, stuff like that. Even as a decoy, um, hate to get yeah. off topic. Hate to get off topic, bro. But Ja Ja Morant, he's he's gonna be Chinese here soon. <laughs> going to 
league, bro. He he decided he he was gonna have seventeen points going in the fourth, and I guess he decided he was gonna get nineteen points and sell my parlay by one yep. point. Yep, because Paul George got twenty three. So, yep. Actually, going to Hong Kong, buddy. Damn. Good job, Ja. You want to shoot guns, brother? You're going to China. <laughs> kind <laughs> of buddy buddy yeah well uh your insanity run is over <laughs> it's not over it's not over another day another dollar um hey. your boy your boy De'Aaron decided to sell me sell me you know even worse two points we was missing layups and shit so but basketball aside we know both De'Aaron and Ja and Jalen Brunson potentially gonna be China superstars one day but <laughs> but looking at this you know we we talk about Jamar Chase we've kind of talked about like the the run game how we need to kind of get that involved to win this game potentially looking at the Chiefs offensive side of the ball against our defense that gave up big plays against Pittsburgh um, so Pat Mahomes, I think, as you referred pre pre episode, that he has what the worst. What yeah, about his deep balls? He has the worst deep ball production of any quarterback this season, and we've seen what fifty quarterbacks this season play meaningful. Right. Um, yeah, because I mean, I mean, it might even be more than that because I know forty percent of the league right now is you know starting backup quarterbacks. But I just uh, well, I look at look at the offense though, bro, and it's like you yeah you've had you've had the insufficiencies and you've had the lows all season long, um, but they Donovan Smith reported out today. You know, Wanya Morris, who that's why you saw kind of that Chiefs, in my opinion, that Chiefs um, line kind of fall apart last week is. That that left side, that blind that blind side is is really hurting. I mean, yeah. Don, Donovan yeah. isn't great, you know, but he's a veteran. He can he can at least hold it down. And I think you, you put a rookie in there, a fourth rounder, I believe. You throw him into the mix. Then you have Juwan Taylor, who's pl- underperformed a lot this year. You know, they paid him a lot more money than we did Orlando, so we we got a big steal there. And I've been I've been pressing that for the longest time, and I'm, I'm glad it's it's worked out. You know, this year alone, and we we have to be able to take take opportunities to win those battles. We can't just come out here and be like, "Haha, Wanya Morrison's out there," because we were doing the same thing about Killebrew. Like, it sucks because I said it in that episode. It was like we can't go into. It always feels like we have these games where we almost look at it and it looks too good to be true. And then it's like, we, we should fucking absolutely just kill these dudes. And then we come out and we lay a dud against these backups. So it's like, we can't go out here and let Wanya Morris look like freaking Andrew Whitworth of the Bengals and just block his block his life. Like we, we need to get after it this week. We got to make Mahomes. I mean, last week when Mahomes, we know how good Mahomes is as a creator and scrambling around and, and just extending plays 
he you know he was trying to do that last week but it was almost more like he was frantic because of how the offensive line was so if we went up front and i know it's going to be tough without dj it's going to make that secondary's job a lot better because i feel like that a wide receiver core and that that offense in general with drops and everything it, it's been tough this year and they got you know they got legendary Kadarius Tony the rapper um he he's out on Sunday so you you don't have him and he's not going to be dropping passes so just got to make sure we don't sleep mm-hmm. on anyone cuz i i like Justin Watson i think Justin Watson can make plays kind of similar to like an Irwin come in and just make make big plays so that that's something we we have to be able on defense especially you know against the good defense we have to play good defense in order to win this game as well because as much as jake browning played bad last week we talked about it like this defense also lost us the game in ways we don't usually see you know i mean this isn't like normal for our Bengals defense to just get fucking absolutely destroyed and we lose because of our defense essentially in a way so we have to come back we got to bounce back this week we got to get in patrick mahomes head i want to see patrick mahomes crying on camera like he has been the last three weeks that's no i mean that's just the truth it's not like no hate like he he literally has been on tv so we we need to capitalize we really do no doubt, bro. I mean, yeah, you you had a lot there. Um, I was I was wanting to hit on uh one of the first ones. I think you were mentioning uh their offensive line. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, they're happy Donovan Smith is out right now, but then again, Wanya Morris is no better. Uh, exactly. Donovan Smith has been bad this year. Um, unfortunately, and and I'm kind of relieved because, like me personally, I wanted Donovan Smith because I, I thought he'd end up having a better year. <laughs> Good. It just seems like those years where he was a good left tackle are behind him. Um, you know, dealing with a lot of the elbow injuries that he's had now. Uh, not the same dude. Been a problem. Those tackle spots are bad. Yeah. Like they're bad, dude. They have you really might, you might you look at the bill today. They tried out Lyle Collins. You might have the Kansas City Chiefs trying him out soon. No shit. Yeah. And it's like, you know. I mean, they're just trying to find something that works, and they don't have a ton of options. So, and not um, a ton of time either. Yeah, exactly. Like times running out for both. They, of these they have a short week. They have a short week this week. They played really? on Monday. Yeah, they played on Monday. Oh. We played on Saturday. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, I mean, and and look, the Chiefs are probably going to roll down a hill out of control into a division title. Um, yeah. Is that whole division? I mean, what's crazy enough? Like, say if the Raiders got going two weeks ago, they literally could win this division. That's how wild it is. Like, I mean, see, fucking the Broncos, if they would have got going a little earlier with and, and kept fucking Russell, I mean, that, that whole situation yep. itself is just fucking stupid. It's like, wow. It, it was, bro. And that just sums up like the breaks that the Chiefs have gotten from the division. I right. mean, I can't on them for it it is annoying to see them kind of coast along you know on autopilot and succeed in that division first steps in debt you know it detonates themselves this year the first time Mahomes will play in a away playoff game yeah for sure does he get there if they won the division do they make do they even win the first playoff game right 
I, he may not even see a punt away game yet because he may not even make it. So, yeah, it's TBD for sure, bro. I mean, look, their offense is ass. It's ass. I mean, they, they have the worst receiver production of arguably any team in the league if they're not the fucking Patriots, the Jets. I'm just bottom feeders. I mean, look, I was going to say this, you know, that, um, uh, you know, to finish up with the deep ball stats, 37.1% completion. Wow. Throws past 20 yards. One touch, <sighs> seven picks. The worst of any quarterback in the league this year. Like, Mahomes, it, I was saying this earlier, talking to family about the game. It's ironic. Two of the best quarterbacks in football, unequivocally, have had a, their career worst years. Obviously, Joe in a different way than Mahomes. But we're witnessing right now frustration at a peak, dude. Like, shit is bad right now in Kansas City. Like, and it's crazy that uh, I was listening to a pod. Uh, I forget exactly which one it was. Um, but it's like this Chiefs guy was saying for the first couple of years, you know, of the great run, you know, that they've had, they were waiting on the defense to pick it up because the offense was so elite. Now the defense is elite, and they're waiting. Where the fuck is the offense? You know, it's like, what the fuck? It's completely flip-flop. So, yeah, dude, I mean, that defense is obviously holding things together. Like I said earlier, second-best uh, second scoring defense, but their offense is the, is the worst scoring offense in the second half. So, and they have, t they have the worst turnover differential of any fucking team in the league this year. Minus eight. Bengals are tied for second-best at plus 10. On the turnover differential, they and when you want to include fourth down stops, they're number one. They've had eight or nine fourth down stops this year. This Bengals defense. So and I hate to I hate to say this, but Travis Kelsey's also going over a thousand this this week too. He probably will. Yeah, Nine's that's a big. Like I look, it. You want to have the biggest swings of this game. I, I'll go with two of them. How effective can you make Jamar? You're a bit, how much, like we talked about, to even go a little bit deeper with it, how much can you use him and leverage him as a decoy? You have to. You have to help out T, bro, because these are good corners. Like, they have a good secondary. Legereus needs having a career year. If he plays, of course, a big one. Uh, Trent McDuffie's good. You know, like this. Pass rush. Uh, pass rush is mainly Chris uh, Jones. But, I mean, they got dudes that can do some things, like George Karloftis, Felix Uzama, Felix, uh, Eb, whatever the fuck his name is, first-round pick has not done shit this year. Um, so they're not getting a ton of pass rush, but linebackers are great. Coverage is great. You know, so um, I'm not sure you're going to do to leverage the other guys in your hands. Speedster, Chase Young, Charlie Jones, or Chase Brown, uh, Charlie Jones, Joe Mixon, whatever you can do. And, of course, the other big one is um, how much can you stop Travis Kelsey? Because you have to. If you don't, bro, you can't. We cannot let Mahomes feel, feel like himself again in this game. We can't allow it. Like, so I've been hearing people sleep too much on Mahomes. Bro, this is fucking Patrick Mahomes, all right? Oh, this offense is just ass, blah, blah, blah. Okay, 
I, I but that dude is not. I'm not gonna fucking scoff and laugh and ha ha look how bad their wide receivers are. Kadarius phony, he's so funny, he's gonna be playing in fucking China League soon. He will. He's gonna be rapping. He's gonna be rapping full time. Or he'll probably be a fucking activist against the NFL for being blackballed because he was so garbage. Or whatever. You've noticed <laughs> shaz players like make a reason to like hate on the league. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. Like you were just you- trapped. <laughs> Now you're just hating on the league because, like, they kicked you out because you were garbage. <laughs> That's hilarious. Get ready to fucking stand up against the NFL, buddy. But uh, you're a battle yeah. hawk. <laughs> you are absolutely a battle hawk. I mean, I was talking to uh, fuck, I forget the coach's name. It's like Brian Edwards or something. The coach for the Battle Hawks. Poor Deep Samuel, man. <laughs> Why? You didn't hear about Deep Samuel. Nah, what? Oh, pranked? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. What was the prank again? Like, he thought Cam Newton was, like, trying to get on his show or get him to get on his show and shit and was calling Brock Purdy ass. And he was like, bro, you were just calling my quarterback ass. And he, like, he, he said it on K. Adams' show. He, like, called out Cam Newton and Cam Newton made a video he was like, bro, he was like, I like you, bro. I fuck with you. Like, I, and I, I never said that about Brock Purdy. He was like, so I don't know what's going on. And then I guess it came out that some high schoolers were were pranking him somehow. They they got him, bro. And the video was so funny because, like, the kid's, like, his phone's, like, shaking because he's, like, talking to Debo Samuel. I'm like, that's just hilarious. It's so funny, bro. Yeah, but but Debo, Debo even admitted, he admitted that it was funny. He was like, people were just, you know, yeah. making a big deal out of it. Like, it was funny. Yeah, I mean, you got got. That, that's funny, bro. That reminds me of, like, the funny ass I saw today. Uh, also, this your parlays don't hit next time from a guy or two. Uh, these, this dude put up two books together of Chinese restaurants. Like, <laughs> what? They're like, hello, what do you want? They're like, no, what do you want? Who are you? What do you want? Canceled. Parlay like Jalen Brunson and De'Aaron Fox in the Chinese League. <laughs> Organizing their hotel stay after become Shanghai Sharks. <laughs> Is that actually a basketball team? Shanghai yeah. Sharks. <laughs> Bro, I think they're like, dude, I saw this you know, for bench bench they're like soon come to the Shanghai Sharks. <laughs> it was looking like early on. It was looking like early on T was going back to the NBA. <laughs> yeah, no shit, bro. Facts. I'm taking my talent. <laughs> I'm taking my talent to the G League. <laughs> T was like, man, I used to be all pro. <laughs> Like yeah, man, I had a couple thousand, couple thousand yard seasons in my rookie year. I was ever get on the line and run those gashers, <laughs> run the ISO. <laughs> so nasty, bro. Yeah, he'd be the fucking Trent Taylor of practice, like the dummy for fucking Joel. He's, he's gonna be like, but coach, I never played running back. He's gonna be like, no, run the fucking ISO. He would exactly. know. Bro. and then you're gonna look at his stats. He'll be like point nine points per game. And like point two assist. 
And then, like, his first game, he comes in, like, his team's down 40. He makes, like, a crazy-ass dunk. Everybody's like, T. Higgins, NBA football player. Nah, this is so nasty. We love T. Everybody. <laughs> love you, T. Yeah, man. If you're listening to this, bro, because I know you you spent uh plenty of time in the space with us together. We're kidding, bro. Okay? Don't get mad. But no, nah, I mean that that's hilarious as fuck. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna tell the audience what our most listened to podcast is? Oh god, yeah. Yeah, guys. So uh yeah, we, we haven't really posted nothing about our Spotify wrapped, you know, as uh we do post the episode from Spotify here. This is getting off the rails. This is supposed to be a serious breakdown episode, but whatever. Uh, uh the most listened to pod this year. Y'all did this. Nick Scott signing. I mentioned it to Drake. It's disgusting. I know. That shit did numbers, dude. Hundreds of listens. And I'm just like, what, bro? Like, not even the real one? I gotta go back and listen to that episode. I got to. Bro, it was like 30 minutes. I don't even get it. Like, he was a $12 million. People, People might like... They might like the shorter episodes, man. I don't know. Short kings, man. Short kings and quick hitters. Got you. Uh, We're going to have to, like, fucking split up segments and just drop it into, like, five episodes a night. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, dude. Part one. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Gambling for part one. (laughs) My friend, bro, see, since we're getting off topic, I'll just do this, bro, real quick. My friend, he was trying to, because Vandal locked him out. So he he was trying to get into his account, and he he saw a number, and he called it. And he was like, hey, like, my account's locked. And they were like, sir, this is a hotline for gambling addicts. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's like, dick be cooked for real and and he oh no he's like i'm just wanting to get my bets back and they're probably like why do you that so bad sir are you struggling with addiction he's okay like, question did it did it surprise you in the game i maybe maybe i didn't see it a lot in the week before or something not for sure uh when they put chase brown back there on kick returns they did yeah i like that i mean why not like yeah. Well, I mean, Travion's a really good returner, bro. It's just how many times have we seen Trayvon, Trayvon, Travion find that lane? Right. Get eight space, not break away. Right. So, gamble of the same thing. You're going to take a gamble on a dude that has the breakaway speed versus a guy that has the good vision to put himself in a good position. Because yeah. Yes, you, you get you put yourself in a good position, but then you get Travion to where you can't get past the 37, which, like I'm saying, hey, we'll take it. That's great. He is one of the best. Uh, I think he has one of the best fucking return uh, yardage, uh, uh, whatever the fuck the stat is, like yards per return of the league. So I, I like it. I like that they put Chase Brown back there because a, a player that I'm a huge fan of and I just love his game is Alvin Kamara. Kamara, whatever you want to say. He, I mean, he was early on his rookie season, preseason. They were, they were putting him back there on returns, bro. 
and he ran a return back. I was on the fantasy clock. I had my last pick remaining. I picked Alvin Kamara, bro, just just because he ran a fucking a touchdown right in front of me, ran it back. I was like, and I had been watching him in the preseason, so I was like, bro, they're sleeping on Kamara, and he went he went crazy in his rookie year. So I like the the you know mix up. You you put a guy back there that has the speed, has the vision, and I like your perspective. It is like we've seen Travion hit that hole so much, and it's like, bro, it's just daylight ahead but it's that speed and i feel yeah. like with a guy like chase brown if you see daylight ahead he's gone exactly yeah that's exactly right bro and i mean dude he's a fucking rookie and he's had like 50 touches this year right yeah like, i mean if he's explosive i mean get him as many touches in any any way you can i guess Exactly, bro. Exactly. So yeah, I love it. Um, let's go ahead and turn the corner though. Um, as we'll probably add just uh another quick topic here, then go ahead and add some predictions. Um I think that what do we need to see from this team, right? To really overcome, you know, the beating that they took in Pittsburgh, you know, and to win these next two games. Because look, we've already broken the all. You know, if the Bengals win the next two, 93% chance of getting in. And PFF added today that if they win this week, it goes up to 56. But overall, it doesn't really matter. Like, the mindset's all along. Win, win out. Figure right. the fuck win out. Um, so, uh, this is a must-win game, in my opinion. Uh, we'll see how week 18 goes, but not there yet. Um, I'll add the first thing, and then I'd like to hear what you have to add. I think Jake Browning is going to have a bounce back game. All right. Um, last week was a lull, was a bad game. The boneheaded plays got capitalized on. Already ran through that. Blah blah blah. So, in in uh, deploying Jamar consistently, I like I can't see it. It will not work. To if you're adamant on keeping him healthy, so you don't want to have him run 10-yard in routes to put him in traffic to a covering linebacker or a crashing down safety to potentially hurt him worse, we'll see. But say if that is the case and you don't want to do that, don't fucking line him up at the X out wide in a, in a shell coverage. It does nothing for us. That automatically puts them in the comfortable position that they're in, which is shell coverage, nothing's getting over top. You don't want to put them in... You, you, you don't want to put him at risk in the middle of the lanes. He'll be ineffective. You have to move him around. So move him. Move this speed around. Charlie Jones, I think he has... I don't know how many more chances he's going to get this season. I think they're going to be willing to give him one. But he's whiffed substantially or significantly on the last two. You get a whiff on the third one, I just don't know how much more they're going to use you this year. You have to use this speed right now with, you know, how, however much or how little you can use Jamar. So that's a big thing, I think, with this offense, bro. And um, as you said with uh, Zaire White, Zamir White, I forget his exact name, it really didn't break for him until the end of the game. That just comes down to consistency and the commitment for 60 minutes of the run game. You got to see that. And uh, 
you know, not to get these weapons involved. Um, you know, pass the rock around, do your thing. Um, those linebackers are really athletic, so who knows how well the screen game is going to work. But we blocked well. O-line's healthy. So, uh, I mean, that's a lot of, you know, for our offense, man, that I think uh, if we can get figured out, we could definitely have some success, even against a good defense. Yeah, I mean, we got a good sp- good screenplay off to Mixon last week. It's just, you know, the matter of getting in after we threw six in a row. <laughs> but well, I kind of forget. I probably didn't watch it. Bro, it was it was probably I don't even know. It might have been the second quarter or something. I mean, it was bad already. But uh yeah, I mean he, he threw like two screens in a row, tried to throw like a, a um screen to the receiver to the left. I don't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know you saw the Drew sample play. Yeah, of course. Legend. No, I'm just curious because um I mean let's see. There was- out of like seven plays, it felt like a seven oh, or eight. It was like five screens, six it was screens. yard screen. I w- I thought it. I thought you were talking like something more. Um, yeah, I mean that that definitely didn't get going last week. But uh, you know who did? Beyond T, and obviously TB. You know, producer for big plays. I know you're and, gonna. Say- hey yo, bro. Look, dude. That's taking. That a big step. I mean, when you said it, you just said, you know, Charlie's whiffed two times. It's like Ao is, in my opinion, he's he's not whiffed at all. You want to like, hear, that, bro? You want to hear the craziest stat from that game? What's up? Tied for most targets in the game. That's that's crazy. That is incredible. yeah. Like yeah. Now I will say, T eight targets, Ao eight. TB7. So it's not like something crazy. It's not like, you know, 12 targets, but eight targets, bro. And one of those was a fucking catch. That, bro, did you see that video that he posted? Uh uh-uh. uh. Bro, I will send it to you in fucking sight, bro. Like, he is a superior athlete, superior above the rest out there, bro. If, if he continues to shape up this route running, Become just sharper, sharper as a whole with the <laughs> wide receiver position, which is fine. It's typical development. I mean, he played at Princeton. Dude, I mean, he can continue to stack a- these small rep every week, <laughs> you know? And, yeah, I mean, in the long term, bro, he can, like, with he what we hope, star. bro, he can be a star. Like, seriously, yeah. I'll – I'll actually think of a comparison really quick. What do I see, Andre? What do I think his ceiling could be? I feel like... Like a hoosh? No, no. Completely different frames. Completely different size. Hoosh was... Hoosh was uh, a bit more... I'm st- saying in terms of production. Like, do you think, like, production was? Oh, I don't think so. Nah, Maybe. I don't... Oh, that crazy, but like, like he could probably pop off for a few years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but Hoosh was like the best slot receiver in football. Like he was crazy, bro. Like he was a well-deserved Pro Bowler. I mean, I, I was, remember. I was, remember when he was Seahawk, bro. It was like, damn. 
So it was wild. But I'm I'm trying to think real quick. Uh, you know who who I'd like to put him as. Um, he's definitely superseded the Mike Thomas eighty. Oh, I'll say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, I got it. Why you think, bro? I'm gonna make you laugh. So you know the guy I've told you about. Shout out, shout out, my boy. Um, guy that's you know locked up. He texted me today. He was like, "Hey, bro," or it was the other day. He was like, "Hey, bro." I was like, "What's up?" He was like, "Hey, man." Who's that wide receiver we got, man? He's ass. He's like, oh yeah, his name's Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas. He's he's just he's fucking he's ass. I was like, I was like, Brody, we we cut Mike Thomas last season. <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh word. He was like, oh okay, okay. <laughs> uh he was probably still man. I saw eighty out there. Well, a uh, different color, or different colors. So. <laughs> They do look a bit different. Uh, Mike Thomas yeah. about five four, and Andre six four. Um, but oh, not Michael. I was thinking of his profile again. Yeah, Bro, this dude is six four, and he runs yeah. a four. What the That's fuck? Cr- this is insane, bro. He's like, I I know what he is. It's just that he's just a year behind him. He's almost like a Christian Watson. Okay. That's not as polished. Like, and I mean, is Christian Watson even that polished? Like, that dude was a freak. And guess what? Some people compared Christian Wal Christian uh, uh wait, fuck. Christian Watson <laughs> compared him to. Like light skinned Megatron. Yeah. That's what they called him coming out of the draft. Light skinned Julio. You know, so like And that's what I mean, Andre he oh. made that comparison. You know what I'm saying? He did. Too. He did, man. So, like, look, overall, you know, not to go too macro, you know, to try to bring it back here and uh, soon turn to predictions. Utilize them more. Make it happen. Utilize them more, even with Jamar out there, because of what can be of Jamar this week. I just don't think we can anticipate some 100% Jamar production. So, it's definitely right. going to dictate even what predictions I give out here. So, uh, yeah, man. I mean, there's really not much more we got to go through. We've already ran through all this stuff. So, uh, you ready to go ahead and get into predict- predictions? Yeah, I'm just thinking, man. Like, just having that injury, man. Just you can't raise, you know, your shoulder above your head. It's like imagine going out there, you know, having to put pads on, put the jersey on, go out there, you know pre-game warm-ups then you got to get ready for the game where you know they know what's going on with you so yep. it's like and then if you because he's so good like you know he's gonna get open bro and it's like you know jake's gonna want to throw it to him so it's like man just thinking about that like just falling on it like ah yeah i mean you you got to be careful like who knows exactly what it's gonna look like like I'm I'm definitely not an expert with it at all. I couldn't even break down the crystal clear differences of like labrum uh compared to AC joint. Yeah. But there's a couple of macro things of like labrum is obviously the tissue in between or the cartilage in between uh the joints or something along the lines of that. See, there's my expertise because I'm a doctor, as everybody knows. Um, doctor things. Yeah, it, Doctor Thades, right. Uh in the <laughs> Of course, the AC joint, bro, 
I don't know much about it beyond it's a separation. I'll tell you this. I've seen multiple people with bad AC joints. My brother had a grade three AC joint, bro. When he was snowboarding, he had a crazy injury. It's still <laughs> fucked up today. Like it doesn't it, like, I'm not saying like it's career thread at all. I mean, my brother don't have, you know, nearly the elite level of doctor, you know, uh, recovery process that Jamar has access to, but it hurts like a bit. So I will say early on in the season, I was told by a very, very trusted source. You know what I'm saying? This was very trusted. This was early in the season when Jermaine Pratt was fucking balling, right? I mean, just, just uh -huh. balling. And uh, he was actually going through an undisclosed injury and it was, it was like a shoulder injury. Yeah. And, he was playing through it and he apparently couldn't raise his shoulder above his head either. And I mean, bro, like that guy, he's a, he's yeah, picked. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he got a pick and fell on the shoulder. And I was like, and you saw him after like he, it was hurting him. His shoulder was fucking hurting him. I was like, see, that's probably, that's probably the shoulder that has yeah. been bothered but he he's a dog and uh, like you said we don't know to the max or to the maximum of what we'll see out of jamar chase in terms of like production and whatnot but it's like it is scary right when you think about how good he is right you know he's gonna you know he's gonna get open and you just you you, you can't risk that at the end of the season say you say say this game does get ugly we just we gotta be smart with it, man. We gotta be smart and just yeah. if, it, if it if it's our time, man. If it like seriously, it's just realistic. Like if it's our time, it's our time. Like we we have to we have to accept our fate at some point. And if that's the case, we we just gotta we gotta make sure we can get to the off season as healthy as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just a real, real perspective. I also look at too is like you know, if this game does somehow get out of hand or you you don't have the the outcome that you want at the end, just just be be smart about it. Yeah, I I definitely think it it, it will be you know have a lot of consideration from coaches like that. I mean, not to like flop, not to just yeah. lie, right? show that i mean with this type of team but yeah for sure uh bro i got kind of a obscure stat i just want to throw out here nothing crazy just kind of odd uh the Bengals' third highest receiver last week was true sample 38 but here's where it gets interesting yep 37 ayo 36 then it has a substantial drop off chase brown chris brown eight yards mixon seven wilcox six Huddy five. What a weird little sequence of like aesthetically matching, you know, numbers of like just going down, down. I was like, damn, it's kind of weird. But uh, I'm not gonna look. lie, since we were since we were capping on, not even really capping, but just kind of having fun with Drew Sample stats, bro. Since then, he Loki has been balling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro. Damn, he's got 135 yards this year. Two oh. tuts? Bro's really up. Oh, my God. Bro's, so... really, bro's really tight in one. People sleeping. Yes. 
Oh my gosh, we got so many tight end ones, bro. This is great. But look, dude. I wish, bro. Like, imagine, imagine if Drew Sample actually could be like a, like, like I don't even care if it was like Tyler. Remember Tyler Croft? We had Tyler Croft. We had like yeah. he had the good season and shit. And so he had like, a, yeah. What'd you say? Yeah, and he had athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like me. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. It's just like, damn, like if he really had like that ability to just like put up a little bit of yards and like you know get open and run routes, like his blocking already speaks for itself. Like he could be a fire tight end if he just had his receiving shit together. True, bro. Like, nah, I like I he need could live up to the second second round label if he just could could be, and yeah. I think maybe what the Bengals were betting on maybe he could develop in the here's bro think of how valuable blocking is for your quarterback it is bro and i i like he, it i mean like I bro, can't... He, he does it at the other position behind yeah. and that he's is a, the premium pick he's a blocking tight end yeah like i said i've seen it i've seen it the ravens have done it you know they they have to do it with their with their offense when they nick boyle and for for the many years and now they have really really good tight ends yet again but the blocking yeah bro it's just it's important and it's it's kind of slept on yeah no doubt bro i mean like i'd love to add every catch from Jewish sample this year and be like you know add just the sound of like i'm fast as fuck boy Fast as fuck, boy. Dude, he looked so quick on that plant, dude, in the Pittsburgh game. Bro, when you texted me, you texted me fucking early because you kept seeing it in real time. So you respond, you text me in like 30 seconds. I'm like, bro, I didn't see the play yet. And no, uh, bro. I was, ta- I think I was talking about the, the Drew Sample screen, though, because you were, we were talking about the EPA, bro. And Sample dead ass almost took it for like a first down. I think he got like 12 yards. Oh, yeah. Right? You're right. I, I saw that. Caught it, bro. I was like, I literally said, like, bro, imagine if True Sample screen goes for like 12 yards this week. And it did. <laughs> what if he just like kept running? Like somehow, like just he he literally he almost looked like a defensive player with the football in his hands. You know he, he honestly my king. I think he's like <laughs> perfect role model of Cincinnati. Just the goat, man. He's a goat. Drew Sample. Bad, bad. Okay, so as we um run through all that silly shit, uh, let's go ahead and prediction, brother. Uh, what are you thinking for this game? All right, so it it's a tough game, right? We we talked about it all up. So the defense for for Kansas City, you know, offense coming off of. A rough game. So is the defense. I mean, Kansas City is same. I don't think their defense played bad really against the Raiders. I mean, they 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 did good. a pass for three quarters. Right, right. So it's like they people people might sleep on the fact of that because of how bad the offense has been. So it's like we gotta we gotta be able to make plays on this defense and and try to you know take take it as many advantages at any time as we can. Similar to what Pittsburgh did on us. You know what I'm saying? Just just hit the weak spots, find find what you can. Move the chains. 
I think that's going to be a big thing for Jake Bryan this week because looking back, it's like, you know, I made some stupid plays. And I think this week he, he has a chance to really redeem himself in a big position, which he did He did that, that first time. I mean, lost to Pittsburgh, prime time against Jacksonville. I mean, just a, that in itself was just a crazy game because you, you beat them in overtime. And ever since then, really, Trevor's just been battling injuries like crazy. It's been it's been kind of, like, sad. And, then, you know, they, they haven't won a game since. Now you, you have to almost do the same thing, come off with the same type of energy and handle this Chiefs game the same as you did the Jaguars game, in my opinion. You know, backs against the wall, have to win. And I think it, it might resemble in some of these predictions. Uh, I feel like I have to stand on what I did for the Jacksonville week to hope, you know, hopefully reverse psychology. Um, might, you know, might turn out to be correct prediction, might turn out to not. I'm going to just start off with the game prediction. I got Kansas City taking this, bro. All right. And the only reason why, like I said, is because I, I did this for Jacksonville. And we're 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 just we're gonna see, all right. So Jacksonville, I'm gonna say twenty-seven. Okay, twenty-seven. Bengals twenty-four. This is gonna be the fucking the mirror effect of every single year. Twenty-seven, twenty-four. Twenty-seven, twenty-four. Twenty-seven, twenty-four. And in this year. It's going to be 27-24 Chiefs. Um, I think we're going to do a lot of good things in this game. And I think even even if we were to lose, I think looking back on what we, what we did accomplish with what we were given and, and what we had, um, not to say like our team's bad or anything because we're not, but it's just the situations that, you know, we've been put in. Just looking back, we have a premium backup, bro, and we can bring him back. That's how I look at it, and I think Jake Browning is going to have a good game whether we win or lose, and he'll put a stamp on that. And I, I, I really hope we're, we're able to bring him back and solidify him as the backup at least for you know a couple or a few years. Um, but I think Jake Browning, man, let's, let's look at it. Last week, tough but he still was was close to 70%, pretty sure it was 70% completion last week. It might have been like 69, I'm not sure, 68. But anyways, I think he gets back this week. I'll say like 72%, and I'm not going to do like completions attempts, but yeah, 72%. And then we'll look at his passing yards. Kind of insane, but if you look at like his last, I believe – Four games, yeah, four games. Outside of like a two hundred and twenty yard game, if you would have made that a three hundred yard passing game, which I, I don't know, I don't think that was it. But he had like two twenty. If you would have got three hundred in that, that would have been four three hundred yard passing games. I think this week he's gonna, he's gonna get three hundred, and I don't think the Chiefs have have allowed it a lot this year. So like I said, I think he's gonna. He's going to stay in this game, bro. Similar to Jacksonville, I think he's going to have a, a big comeback game and prove why he is is a good quarterback. You know what I'm saying? It is, it, he showed it 
in, in all his starts. Eight touchdowns, six picks so far. He's won. He's won a good amount of games. So it's like you can't you can't overlook that. And I, I think have to a question real quick. Will what's the up? Sandy Run be back to the outsiders watching, or will it be like a new version of like, yeah, Jake Brown is cool, or will that Lane Lane Sandy Run return? It it all depends on if the Bengals win the Linsanity is like juiced at an all-time high going into Cleveland. Cause right, Cleveland Cleveland has already clinched. And with the situations that have happened with their injuries this year, 38-year-old Joe Flacco, ah, I got a feeling they're not gonna play him. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be a an opportunity Whereas if you win this week, this is going to be big for the Cincinnati Bengals. If you win this week against Kansas City, I I really think you can put a stamp on going to the playoffs. Just because I think I think the Browns are going to want to be safe. You yeah. know, it and makes sense. A, I think the Browns are going to clinch the fifth spot, so they're locked in. Oh, they're locked. Yeah, they're clinched. Yeah, well, well, it depends if they're what seed they want. You know, if they want to try to get. I mean, I maybe, unless unless bro. some shit happens like Baltimore, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think. No, I, I I hear you, bro. But uh, Mabi, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. I mean, uh, how yeah, many I more? Still... was that kind of all of them that you were just gonna go? Were you gonna go player? Any more player predictions or? Yeah, so for Joe Mixon, just a second, I got to take a drink. No, it's cool. All right, so for Joe Mixon, I think I'll go. I think we're going to get back in the run game this week. I think that's why it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be some crazy shit like last week. I don't think that's how it's going to be. So I think we get the run game going. Again this week, I actually want to some stats. Um, okay, so what? Joe, eight hundred and fifty-eight rushing yards. So he's about what one hundred and forty-two away. He needs. Um, I think. I think this week, I think he can get anywhere from like. 60 to 70 um possibly more i mean if we if we stay as you said how the raiders did you know staying committed to that run game and it's not to say that fucking jake browning is not going to complete a pass for three quarters and we're just yeah. going to run the because you know, we know that's not happening i'll tell you that right now that's, that's not happening guys um <laughs> but if you can, in a way, still stay committed to the run for 60 minutes, I think you can see a world where Joe Mixon has yet another really good game. And I think you can get him involved in the passing game just as you have all season long. Continue to do it. Uh, try to open up the screens. Um, just try to try to get him the ball when you can. And also, I, I wish he would fucking stop the one-handed catches. Try, you know, try one-handed catches on, like, screenplays are like across the middle like joe just please like just just secure the ball i like i think it's cool i mean shit one hand can bro if if it's necessary okay 
you know, have his bowel throw. But bro, secure it. Just secure it with with two hands. You might yeah. actually you might actually get farther. But I, I think I think you get him involved in the receiving game this week too. You probably get him, you know, thirty receiving yards. So, you know, he could have a week or a you know, game this this week where he puts up over a hundred all purpose yards. I think that's that's very possible. And that that's what we need. I think if if you can get Joe over a hundred all purpose yards, you have a really good chance to win this game. But right. and then, you know, you look at you look at the receivers, Jamar, it's a tough it's a tough prediction, right? Because you don't know how much you're gonna get. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, you know, seeing T go through what he did. And I know, you know, the injuries are different. I think I think Jamar's still gonna have a good game. I'll give him, you know, four catches for sixty yards. So he, he gets a good stat line and it doesn't, doesn't absolutely go bonkers, but you know, get has a good game. Efficient game. Four catches sixty yards. Um gosh. Where are we gonna where are we gonna think after the game if it's like Jamar fucking chase like eight catches, like seventy yards, seventy-five yards, like God, bro, eight catches. All right. Maybe it, maybe you could, bro. Like <laughs> I know, I know, right? I, I wouldn't doubt it. Um yeah. and then let's see. T Higgins. I think this could be a big T game, you know, depending on what out you know, what looks we, we see. Um, but, you know, they, they love to, to do the, the fade on the Chiefs because they, they somehow always give us a matchup with T. Higgins. And, you know, with Joe Burrow, at least, we, we take that shot. So maybe you you get one of them throw-up balls, like from Minnesota. You get you get one of them downfield, see, you know, see if T, or, yeah, T can – make the most of it. I mean, people are sleeping on the fact that T had five catches for 140 yards last week. Like, that's so slept on because I get it. We got fucking absolutely killed. But, like, he had a really good game in in the the ability to break away like that. And we talk about, like, T's not this, like, fast guy, but he fucking – he broke away on that play. And he got got to the next level and – and ran it, ran it all the way. So I think this week it could, it honestly could be another hundred yard receiving day for T. I'm, I'm gonna go out on him and say it. I'm gonna say, mm. I'm gonna say he has six catches. It's gonna be a big, big week for T. Six catches for a hundred and four yards, and give him another touchdown. He, he's gonna, he's gonna be making himself some money back right now. Okay. He's going to be making himself some money back. So six for one hundred and four, in a touchdown, and I think I think on that secondary, it's going to be tough. But we've seen it, bro. We've seen it. It's not like this is a good defense, but it, this game is also about matchups, and we've we faced this team a lot, and it's not like they're too different, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe some of the the things that they do. Terms play call and whatnot, but we face this team a lot, and I think people are kind of forgetting about that too. Um, so I think I think T can can exploit that. Then you you look around and you look at Drew Sample, bah, bah, you know what I'm saying, goat, and <laughs> bro, it could be another three for thirty day for Drew. 
Drew Drew might he might put up four for forty and, and decide to throw or pancake Chris Jones. Could be a big day for Drew. Four for eighty. He's gonna <gasps> run that plan to the house next week for sixty yards. I'm kidding. Okay. What are you? What? No, no. Can can we actually like we gotta solidify something? If like we actually see like a fifty yard plus touchdown from Drew Sample, what do you and I do? Like we have to do something that's honestly crazy. I don't know if we gotta. I'm not chugging a, ch- a can of chili. I won't do that like you because that's too easy for you. So. I don't know. Drew Sample has a 50-yard touchdown one day. Something something has to be done. If Drew Sample has a 50-yard touchdown, I will. 50-plus. 50-plus. No, that may get me in trouble. I was going to say I would. Find a stranger, be like, hey, can I kiss you? That's probably illegal. <laughs> Can't do that. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I mean, if it was summer, I'd just find anybody's pool and just jump in it. Um, I don't. Oh my I, God. How about this? Post something Drew, online. Uh, if Drew Sample gets a 50 yard touchdown, um, we have two. Get, <laughs> I'm serious about this. We have to get Drew Sample jerseys. <laughs> Deal. 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 Yo, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I mean, when would that happen? Like, I'm all right. just like, imagine it's like 2030 and you're, or 2040 and you're rocking a Drew Sample jersey. It's almost like, it's almost like what people are rocking, bro. I'm trying to think of some of the players I see, like the wide receivers and shit from back in the day. Like, what was it? Senzabal? Yeah. Hey, no. Dan yeah. Sandbacher. Yeah. Sandbacher, yeah. Or him. There, there's like, just some people. Please. There was like, ah, bro, funny ass. <laughs> no, that one crazy. Medea Williams. Um Robert Gathers, yeah, you need jerseys like that. I actually have like all those jerseys, interestingly enough. But um, no, nah, bro. Yeah, those are my predictions. I'm not gonna really do do the other side. Yeah, um, leave it, leave it at Bengals predictions mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, bro. I mean, I think those are fire. Um, for mine, I'm gonna just have to go points first. I was texting you about it, bro. I feel 60-40 on this. I I just feel like it's going to be Chiefs in this one. I, I hate it, you know, for what it mean, for what it could mean for our playoffs, fate. 6%. It, 6% if you yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, the door is practically shut. Um, I I feel like it's going to be a tough one. Uh, my prediction is going to be 17-20 uh, Chiefs, but I will tell you this. I absolutely see a lot of paths for us flipping that score. So I think right. overall I'm going to go 2017 somebody. Somebody. It's going to be a tough – it's going to be an annoying game. 
because there's still talent here. The Chiefs offense is anemic amongst the worst in football right now. Bad momentum. But what do we say? Same thing just nine days ago. Right. Mason Rudolph, George Pickens, but anemic, worst offense in the league. I mean, so. Team chemistry. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, look, it's Mahomes, man. It's going to be a grinder. It's going to be tough. You know, it's just going to be tough, man. A lot of talent on that field. Miscombobulated. That's the best. That's the number one term I'll I'll encapsulate this, this circumstance as. Miscombobulated. But figure it the fuck out. All right? So, I just feel like the Chiefs may pull this one out. Um, and uh, I, I will want to run predictions though. What, did you have something to add though, bro? We knocked you out of the we knocked you out of the playoffs back to back years. Uh, mm, yeah, that's gonna be fun to hear. Yeah, I mean, look. Also, if Browning <laughs> goes in there, like he absolutely can, he's absolutely capable pulling out. Of- the Chiefs fans know we own them. Bro. They'll know it. Uh, but all right, bro. I'll, I'll go ahead and get into some predictions, though. So, 2017 win. I'm 60 40 leaning with Chiefs. Either way, it's going to be 20, 20 to 17. That's my prediction. Um, Jake Browning will go 20, 4 for 34. 2. 80 and a pick. Joe Mixon will have uh, 78 total yards, 30 yards, 48 rushing. Um, Tuddy, I'll add Tuddy for Mixon. Chase Brown. Chris, uh, oh, actually, I'll add touch for Mixon because it's important, really important. Um, 16 touches for Mixon, 12 total touches for Chase Brown. So I think they're gonna be able to find that rhythm that we're desperately, desperately looking for, right? Like the 28 touches is, I think, prime for these running backs, 30 is even more adequate. We'll go 28. So 12 for Chase, 16 for Mixon. Um, Chase Brown will have 62 total yards. He'll have probably 40, most of that receiving, and the rest rushing. Um, I'll go. Uh, oh, you just what? broke out, brother. You broke out. I did stop for a second. Did you hear me at uh, T? I didn't hear the prediction. Oh, I mean, I yeah, I, I didn't even finish it yet. I was saying uh, seven receptions for T. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, got you. Yeah, I was saying seven receptions for T. I'll go 98 yards. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I'll go just under a hundo for T. Jamar. Interesting one. I kind of liked yours at four for 60, but I'm going to have to go a bit more modest in the yardage. Um, I'll go four for 39. I, I just, 
they're going to do everything they can to stop them still. They're not going to take a risk. The Bengals are the risk. And I think they're going to be calculated with. So I think they're going to just use the decoy. How well you can deploy them will ultimately dictate on how, you know, your chances to win this game. Um, and uh, TB, I'll do four for 37. Here's an interesting one. Second lead receiver of the day will be Andre. It's my hot take. He pressing it, boy. My boy, yeah. listen. And I'm trusting it though, because I, I, I think it can happen too. Like that, that catch last week, bro. When I, when I saw that it was Yoshi, bro, in the stadium, bro. I, I think I was the only person <laughs> going crazy, like outside of like you know people around. Like there was some Bengals fans. I was kind of disappointed in the turnout by us. We didn't, we didn't show out as good as I thought we would. It was kind of, kind of saddening, but. Uh, as, I went crazy for Yoshi. I was like, Yoshi! I was fucking going crazy. It's just like those type of plays, bro. Like, that's what we, we've been wanting to see. And he gets those opportunities. And it's like, bro, if he just keeps stacking, that's all it is. Just keep stacking. Nah, that's right, bro. And and I got the other take as well. Yeah, it, tell me. It, it was a, it was a, medium shot it was a whole shot uh last weekend down the scene for that should have been catch first off it was overthrown by jake brown it should have never came to that point but bro you have to fucking watch this replay i can't wait to send you this shit dude you're just gonna it would leave you like oh my gosh like you got it you play though yes i do slow-mo it's an incredible play yeah, um then get right after the, we get yeah i will the deep shots coming this week 40-plus yard play to Andre's coming. Uh, I think he will finish with 60 yards um, on three catches. So I think um, the big play and a touchdown. I will add the touchdown. He will get the solo, the sole touchdown from Jake Brown in this game. Um, That'll be – that'll pretty much be it for my offensive ones. Uh, I I do want to run through the key, the key of – Mahomes will be a little anemic. It's just going to be a miscombobulated game, bro. It's what I keep coming back to with the term. I don't know. I just feel like I feel he's going to turn the ball over. Uh, I could see just one time, though. So we'll go 22 for 33, Mahomes, um, for 241. And I feel like we'll feel pretty satisfied with that after the game. Um Two tutties, one pick. Um, to CTV. CTV's getting a pick. He was close. Remember, in the fucking uh, well, I guess not the title game. I don't know how close CTV was in the title game, but I remember the one where we were home in December last year. Absolutely should have had a pick and he didn't get it. So he'll get it. This time. Pisses me off, bro. Like he could have been back, arguably, probably for three games, two games, and yeah, bro. God. I don't. I. I don't know why they put him on IR so quick, but uh, less I, I, yeah, not nah, for sure. I, I do want to wrap this up real quick though. So yeah, Mahomes there. Um, running backs, I don't give a fuck. They're garbage, whoever they are. Um, but the factor, 
Kelsey. I don't think he's going to go crazy, but I think he's going to do some damage. I'm going to go seven for 71 in that annoying-ass fucking touchdown. Well, Taylor Swift spike. Fucking Tony Romo. Is she going to be there, you think? Fuck yeah, she's going to be there. I mean, she's got bro. I just... He's going over... Oh but, yeah, that, that's crazy. Blazing for three hours. Ugh. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Um, so yeah, dude. I mean, I don't really care about the other weapons. Um <laughs> I think that's yeah, because they're just garbage. I mean, that encapsulates the fucking Chiefs. Who cares? Right. They're all they're all trash. So um so yeah, who's, dude. who's scoring on because I know you did the Jake Browning touchdown ish. Are we gonna have like Chase Brown and Yoshi score, or is it going to be Mixon? Who's scoring the? Um, shit, maybe it'll be fucking defense. I don't know. Um, yeah. oh no 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 no, I had a uh, Mixon, Mixon and uh, Andre. Right, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's what I got. Yeah. Um. So any of y'all want to fucking add your touchdowns to the week? If you do, uh, feel free to give me like fifteen percent of the total payout. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um. Uh, of course, post. You know what you'd make back from your pay in. Of course, some people like to loop around that a little bit. Um, no, I just like my credit where it's deserved. Nah, but uh, yeah, dude, I mean, it's going to be a tough game. So look, let, let's just talk about this real quick. If you win, and we were talking about what 18 could look like week 18 <laughs> with the Browns. Oh God. One in five, bro. God. Just look, dude. Please, please, oh God. Can we go 0 and 6 in the division to make the playoffs? Please. Can we just see the Jake Browning, like, Tom Brady story? <laughs> like, dude, what? Are you referring to the the predecessor one? Okay, I don't even know which Tom Brady. Brady story you're talking about. All I'm focused on. Can we make playoffs going 0 and 6 in the division? Please. Has it ever happened? Like, yeah. I was talking about the Drew Blood, so. <laughs> oh, nasty. no. But, like, yeah, like the 0 and 6, bro. I just, I really think, like, I know you text me. I just feel like 0 and 6, bro. You, you're not making the playoffs no matter what if you win. You know what I'm saying? The last week, I just think I think it's going to be tough with teams like the Texans. You know, you got C.J. Stroud back. Um, you just have all these teams, man, fighting, fighting to, to get in the playoffs and, and have a spot and have a chance to really make some noise. And if we – like, seriously, if we can win, as you said, this is a must win. If we can win on Sunday against the Chiefs, I, I, I really think we can punch our ticket to the playoffs because I think I think the Browns are, are going to play it safe. I really do. Just maybe maybe they don't, but I, I just think it's 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 playing with fire at that point. You know what I'm saying? You, you have your quarterback out now for the season and what you've seen in your backups, that's why you brought Joe Flacco in. So, and he's 38, and you don't want to risk going against the – a second, you know, second, second league pass rusher and sacks going up against 
So I think it would be smart, bro. And like I said, if we win this week, I think we can we can punch our punch ourselves, punch our way into the playoffs because the Browns, bro, they're, they're gonna they're they're doing good, and I, I have to give them credit because they they found ways to win, and that's what you have to do in this league. And we now now it's our job. We we have to find ways to win these next two weeks, and if we do, ninety four percent or ninety six some. Yep. No, nah, that that's exactly right, bro. Yeah, it's ninety four. And, and and what you said there actually is that a uh, little hiccup you had, uh, is is what I will make the title of this episode, which is at seven thirty Eastern time, we will either be punching ourselves or essentially punching our ticket. All right. Yep. So, which one are we gonna do? Where are we gonna be? It's gonna be exciting. Um. So. Uh, you you were oh yeah you were kind of reverse psychology following for the Chiefs win. I actually predict the Chiefs to win. It's nasty, um, uh, but um, and what's weird that's not influenced by all everybody uh fucking grilling me after the fucking listen. <laughs> let me give you some hope, bro. Let me give you some hope. So my friend, my friend that I've I've been going. I've been watching games with here lately. We started, we started watching games, you know, the Jacksonville game, first Jacksonville game. We started watching games. Every game we watched together since then, the Bengals won. We fucking we went to the Minnesota game, and then first game, first game since Jacksonville that I haven't watched a game with him. We fucking get blowed out. We we texted, we made sure it's happening. So he he's coming over here. We're watching the game. Like I said, we got the double setup, Madden. So play play a little bit of Madden beforehand. Get ready for the four thirty window. And uh, well, I might as well say that you know we we are. I forgot. Like we are punching our punching ourselves in the playoffs this week. Punching our ticket because you know we're watching the game together. Yeah. Go, bro. Look, anybody that's listened to the podcast a lot, they know that uh, Drake is cripplingly uh, superstitious. I'm kidding. You're not crippling. I am avidly not superstitious. So, uh, which is interesting. So, so basically, like, yeah, like me and Joe Burrow, we would be like really good friends. And then, like, I'm, I'm Jamar. Jamar don't buy. Well, <laughs> I don't care. Like, Joe, like, oh, man, you know, all this goofy shit. I, I, look at his. What did he say? He said, bring me the, show me the aliens. Show me the aliens, bro. Show me your fucking wristbands, the same fucking silly bands you've been wearing for the last eight years. Because that's how superstitious Joe is, bro. It's funny. You, I love it, yo, for sure. You saw yo today? Nah, which one? Oh, get up. Yeah. Yes, dude. He's a bastard. Every every little thing he does, dude, I'm like, dude. Isn't it, like, to wrap this up, like, isn't it just crazy, like, just sad, too, you know, looking back on how everything has happened. Like, he's really, like, just in the shadows, behind the curtains. Like, he's just behind the scenes, like, kind of just, like, hiding. Like, I, I know the cameras catch him. But every time I went to a game, I cannot find him. And I sit pretty close. Maybe I'm, you know, 
blind. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> he always hides. So no doubt, yeah, definitely a low key dude, and um, you know uh, the the spotlight doesn't need to be on him this week. It needs to be on the guys on the field, and we obviously know they're going to put themselves in the best position to win. And uh, yeah, peeps, that'll do it for this episode of the All Things Bengals podcast. We will be back in twenty twenty four. So see. As every fucking white nerd has ever said that on the history of the planet. Hey, man. I'll see you next year, dude. See you next year, man. Nah, this shit's so lame. Uh, all right, bro. What, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, appreciate y'all for listening to another episode of the All Things Vegas podcast. Peace out, bro. Peace.